So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself just pulling your hair out saying, how do I get it all done? Yeah, I can run my business, but then my life kind of falls apart. And then all of a sudden, like you got your life really working and then your business kind of falls apart. Have you ever been there before? If you have, I want to see a comment immediately. If this, it absolutely relates to you, I'm going to help you. I've got a guest with me today. What's up, Kirsten? How are you? Uh, one of the most coachable people I've ever met. And you need to be more coachable, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. Three kids, a husband, an enormous business, a television show, a personal life. Half the time when I'm following you on Instagram, I'm like, they're in Switzerland again. How do you pull that <laughs> off living in New York City? Um, for the person that doesn't know who you are, give them a little backstory. Oh, well, um, I've been in the business now for 15 years, yeah. and um, I don't actually have any other life experience. I was just with Roger's Healing. We were yes. joking. We are both like, yes. we're like Nepo, what is it, babies? Right. Be, be real estate babies. Yeah, 19 years old, going to real estate. Exactly. It's all I've ever done. Exactly. Yes. I don't know yes. anything else. And so I, I started off as an, literally an apprentice to a top agent, mm -hmm. and from there have been in Manhattan now multiple borough real yes. estate yeah. for all that time. Yes. I worked for other people on teams for the first 11 years of my business. Why? Because I didn't believe in myself. Yeah. And um, like fundamentally. And yeah. uh, and then I was cast on the show Million Dollar List in New York. Yeah. And, and everything kind of changed. And everything kind of changed. And to like, you know, say exactly what it was, it was that I got validation from a from a, a party that was larger than my consciousness could understand, which is Bravo. Yeah. That, an NBC Universal that was like, we think you're cool enough yeah. to take it to the next level. Yeah. And I needed them. Yes. Really badly. Yes. To tell me that I was that person. Yes. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be so easy because just if you get on TV, everything's okay, right? Mm -hmm. And then we filmed, COVID happened, filming took 18 months. Mm -hmm. So I was going to be a star for 18 months. It was yes. like this, like, it's going to be great when you the show hits and then it's going to be great. And then you're going to be on TV and everything's going to fall into place. You'll see, it's going to get easier. It's going to be great. In the meantime, I'm spending more money to try to have help. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a plan or mm -hmm. organization. Didn't even have a vision for what I needed from the show. It was just like, I'll get on the show. I'll get more business. It was something where I didn't have, I didn't, I had a business mm -hmm. and I knew how to be an agent because all I had been doing was practicing yes. being an agent and and but I didn't know how to do anything else. Yes. And I didn't have a background in management. I didn't have a background in, in anything else. I had a background in doing deals and knowing yeah. how to do every aspect of the deal because I had been in a supporting role for all this time. Yes. And so when I got cast on the show, it was like, oh, now all of a sudden you are officially – you're like – from one day to the next, mm -hmm. you are now out of the office doing stuff that is for your future business yep. for 10 to 15 hours a week. Yes. And what are you going to do with your clients? What are you going to do with your time? How are you going to be focused on your highest and best use when you're mm -hmm. not there? And how are you going to literally like man up in, in like two weeks Yes. to make it happen? Yes. And so that- and oh, by the way, and manage three beautiful children. Three and, children and, and four, and if we count your husband. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, and, a, and a husband who wants to, who, who travels for work and travels for pleasure and has yes. like a whole world in Europe that isn't here in the US. Yes. So it was just kind of like this. It, it was It was totally crazy. And I didn't actually 
like I actually crashed and burned in the first mm-hmm. two or three weeks of 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 filming and the producers came to me at because I got super burnt out I got super sick yeah. and the producers came to me and were like when it was when I got better because they had to cancel a week of filming for me mm-hmm. which is actually a huge pain in the ass because yeah. there's a lot Big that time. lines up Big even time. though Million Dollar Listing is real yes. yeah Million Dollar Listing is real but there's stuff you have to plan to film of course. period that's just how it works mm-hmm. and and so they were like hey like if you don't start taking care of yourself and like figure this out it won't work yeah just so you know and here being you know to to everybody it was like all you got to do is get cast on the show and your life's going to be okay it was like no all you have to do is get cast on the show keep your life together film be amazing keep it together well nobody knows you're going to be on the show exactly and then it's going to air and then oh wait oh yeah but it still takes two to three seasons for your business really gets affected by the show yes and then it got canceled yes Yes. So here we are today, mm-hmm. and the show the show started filming in the beginning of 2020. Yeah, and we're in the we're in the spring of you know spring summer of 2023. So a lot has happened since since then. So how many were you on two seasons? I was on one season. Just one season. One season. Now I do a lot of contributing, like to yes. on broadcasts and stuff yes. like that, yes. which I love doing. And yeah. actually, that calls to me a lot. I see you on TV. Yeah, reali- reality was a struggle. Reality yeah. treat TV yes. was a struggle for me. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I manufacturing, not manufacturing. It's not fair, but but creating stakes and yes. stakes and stakes and stakes yes. when I'm like a very low drama, yes. lo- you know, very yes. low key human yes. um, with a lot of energy yep. was 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 totally tough for me. So. So anyone listening right now might be asking themselves, okay, now why are you having her on the show? Because she just made it sound like everything was completely insane. And yet I know you. I know that, you know, with the help of supporting, you know, teammates, with the help of your coach, your amazing husband, Mm -hmm. you actually have kept it all together. And that is super impressive. I mean, I run at a fast pace. You run at a fast pace. A lot of us do. The person listening right now absolutely does as well. So let's just talk. I wrote down kind of two things I want to explore. Mm -hmm. First, how do you how do you keep your personal life together? Backstory. My mom, when my parents got divorced, was like, I don't know, 30-something, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was six. And I remember watching her from like six until the time that she got into a significant relationship, which must have been around 10 or 11, for me, 10 or 11. She managed four kids. She worked Monday through Friday, nine to six. Somehow she still like went dancing, right? Because that's just who she is. She went on dates. She had fun. We were always here together having dinner. She was always playing like Sound of Music or some crazy record. Like she made it all work and had an amazing life. Mom, I'm not razzing you. She wasn't running a business. Yeah. She was, you know, she was plugging into somebody else's mm-hmm. business and was mm-hmm. super effective at her work. She made great money for, you know, a single woman back in the day, like, it's like 19, 1976. She was mm-hmm. killing it. But she wasn't running a business, right? There's just more to it. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. I don't care what yes. anybody says. Yes. Especially yes. real estate. It's not Monday through Friday, nine to six. It no, is it's not. 24-7. How, what are the things you've learned to compartmentalize, to keep your time right. organized, right. to be with your children, to have a regular relationship, if that's even possible with your mm-hmm. husband? Like, mm-hmm. give us Yeah, and he's insight. a developer, so we talk about real estate all day, every day. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you set him out on appointments. I know the inside baseball. So so give us some of the things that you put in place for the person that's listening who just says, God, like, I'm just run ragged. Oh, yeah, what do they so do? ragged, so ragged. So the, I was just talking about this, and I have three rules Ooh, that I that go. I apply to running my business mm-hmm. and my home. Yes. And the 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 rule like the first rule is that you're going to have to own that you're going to have to make the systems and that there's going to need to be that that it's going to be consistently changing. Mm-hmm. Because the home 
and the business are very similar in the sense that certain things only work in certain stages. And mm-hmm. then in new stages, you need a new infrastructure, yes. right? And yes. and when you're running a household of three, I have three small children right now. They're in three different schools in Manhattan, which is literally means that the the actual just the coordination just getting them to and from right. places is a yep. big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and your strollers, your your strollers, your car. I was saying to this people yesterday, your strollers, literally your car. Yes. And now they're not in strollers, but okay. So this idea of everything's going to always be changing. It, every time you set up systems, mm-hmm. the those systems are going to fail in the beginning yeah. and no one's going to think that you're serious about your systems in the beginning. So like even just training your any sort of help that you have or even yes. the the people at daycare that, hey, like nine to five, if you expect me to come at the last minute to pick up my kid because they have pink eye, like that's not happening. Yeah. Like you're going to have to, you're going to like, you know, whatever that is, because I think that there's different expectations, you know, right. clearly. Right. So it's setting up the systems, knowing that those are going to fail and that it's going to be frustrating, giving yourself grace in the fact that there's going to be changes that are mm-hmm. always going to happen during those days. But owning that if you don't set up the systems and you don't really take it seriously, that like this infrastructure has to exist, you will never leave the house. Okay. Being, a, being a child of a single mom, going back to that, like literally- I, I was the second child. My mom was like, all right, here's the deal. Uh, your older brother, Matt, sorry, Matt, if you're listening, you know, like, you know, he's all over the place. Um, I need you to put the crock pot on at three o'clock when you get home from school, turn that thing on. It, it was like written out, like, and that yeah. was my job. Click, click, click. And then set the table by the time I get home. Yeah. I'm six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Like there was no, like I, like my little sister and brother were like in daycare until like five, five thirty. She picked him up. Yeah. Boom. Here's your beanie weenies. Like a system will produce what a system will produce. Nothing exactly. more, nothing and you'll fall less. Back, and you will fall back to whatever those systems are every Always. single day. And Always. so it's, it's, ha- it's, so that's number one. Okay. But I want to, you said something that I thought was really profound. So own and make the systems and understand that certain things will work and that eventually they won't. Like yeah. the, you know, the kids change. There's three different schools. They're out of yeah, the stroller. Yeah, yeah. Like how often do you have to, to look at the systems or do you just wait for them to break? And then you're like, okay, wait, shit, that doesn't work anymore. Well, I think that in the early years, like you're kind of like, it's like a shifting all the time because it's like every three months, something's changing, you know, there's that. And then as they get older, from what I can see, and these are my kids are five, uh, seven and nine right Mm -hmm. now. And I would say now it's like, you do kind of wait till stuff breaks because like you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself because no matter what, something's going to happen. Like my nanny quit on December 15th and was like, I'm moving out in two days. And and it was like, yeah, I wasn't super happy with you. It wasn't working amazingly, right. but like it was going to break. And so I was going to let you break it before I broke it because right. I just didn't have the bandwidth to make that. So then it was like, okay, I'm super upset. Can I keep you? But no, the truth is, is this is a sign of we need this next change, right? Yes. And so then, okay, what is it that I actually wanted to level up and right. ask the universe for? Right. And who is this next person in this role? And that's yes. getting to the next point that I- Don't go there yet because I want to unpack still because number one, so so what do you say to the person? And talk, talk to yes. him or her listening right now. That just says, I'm just not that organized. So like, you know, and, and I have to, you know, if, if, oh my goodness, like something happened, I have to drop everything and run all the time. And, and God bless you. There's just a lot of people that just allow the universe life, something, they stub their toe yeah. and, and they just, they just refuse to be disciplined and organized and, and follow some method of structure. And then what happens is they're constantly in a state of complaint because they're never making the kind of money that they want. And then they have like, there's no growth in complaint, right? Criticism or comparing, right? No growth, but they're constantly comparing other agents, other people's circumstances. Oh, well, see, I'm single. She's got a husband. You know what I mean? Like they're doing that all the time. What advice do you have for that individual right now that just needs a little straight talk? 
Um, well, what is the one thing that you did in the last five years that you can remember that was like a goal that you had that somehow you got your shit together and you got there? And then what what was that? Because right now, then it means either like what you're saying that you want to do, you don't actually want to do. Because if you don't mm -hmm. want it bad enough, you're not going to do it. And yeah. the same, I mean, that's what it was for me. I didn't, like my systems were not airtight mm -hmm. by any stretch in the first, you know, for the last, until probably 2020, 2021 yeah. is when I started saying like, this is like- I don't have a choice. There's no choice. And yeah. I want this million dollar listing thing so badly because I mm -hmm. see it as something that's going to change my life and it's yeah. going to make things exciting. And it's going to, it's going to make, it's going to validate me sticking it out in this awful industry for the last 10 years or yeah. 12 years yeah. that, that I, I need this. And so I'm going to figure out how to get it together. Because I used to be like- Oh God, I can't, you know, there was years where I was like, I can't wake up at five to exercise. That's right. ridiculous. I'm right. ruined for the rest of the day. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't like all the things I can't, couldn't do. Yeah. I do now. Yes. Because I want it so bad. Yeah. And I want, I was like, this is what I want so badly. This is going to save me. And so if you, then, then you got to find something else you want badly enough because apparently you don't want it badly enough. If you're not, cause you will find a way. Yeah. People will find yes. a way. Even my most disorganized friends, yes. when they really want something or there's something, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing what people can do. Yes. So once you want it bad enough, then do I need to like an SOP or a I'm talking like your okay. so coach is like queen of, right? So shout yeah, out yeah, to you, Yvonne. Yeah, yeah. She's the right? queen of SOPs. Yes. I think you got to find somebody who you can align yourself with is more organized than you if you're not the yeah. one that's going to be organized. That's been my strategy. And if it's like 100%. even maybe that's a spouse, maybe that's a maybe mm -hmm. that's a friend that's an accountability partner, maybe yeah. you actually hire somebody, whatever mm -hmm. it is, yeah. there are ways to find complimentary people in your life right. that can enable you to. I mean, I feel like I'm the complimentary person to so many friends of where course. they're like they call me up. I literally was even talking to a friend of mine who who like we're we're not we're close friends but we've not known each other for very long. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, I love calling you cuz you just tell it to me straight and I get off the phone and I I'm like ready to go. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is who you are. This is what you need to do. And you're done. Go. Okay. She's like, next. okay. Okay. Great. great. I barely know you, but you're right. Okay. Go. Oh, I'll go. <laughs> I'm going to make you a coach. You watch out. <laughs> watch out. You're okay. So scary. rule one is own it and then make a system for it and then just give yourself well, I the think grace that, well, the when it breaks. Yeah. The first, yeah. You got to own it. You got to make this, you got to know that it's going to break and you got to know right. that it's going to change and you have to be thankful when it's working. Right. <laughs> just right. be thankful when yeah. it's working. Every day yes. that you come home and like the kind of plan that you did and it actually works, you should be thrilled. Right. And when people are doing things right, you need to reward them. So, okay. Number, rule is number that two. All, that, so that's, so there's little added more to number one, to, which is like, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. What's rule number two? Rule number two is that you have to own that you can't do it alone. Oh, and you can't no do matter it alone. how organized yeah. you are, and no matter how much you need to put systems in mm -hmm. place, and you can do it yourself, if you try to do it alone, you will fail. Yeah. And yeah. Why is that? The, there, there's so many, and everybody, everybody has a very valid reason why. Yeah. You know, I don't trust people oh, is yeah. usually the case. Nobody can do it as, as good as me. I tried it once. You know, I, I, I went to pet a dog. It bit me. I All dogs bite. I can never do it again. I tried to hire an assistant. Uh, she was a crackhead. Like there's all these right, like, right, right. stories, right? But you and I both know further, farther, faster with a team, you can only go so far as an individual. So do you think some of that is is just deep down inside people just don't want enough? They don't want it bad enough? I so think they, it's so also they, really hard. So they hard. shrink to the size of their own constraints of time. I think it's also just really hard to let people in. Like it's just it's just so hard to like. I mean, we're de like, literally. I'm, I'm dealing with this all day, every day. Which is like, how do you let people far enough in so that they yeah. can actually help? Yeah. And actually, like, 
say what you need and say what you want. And like, then when it doesn't go right, give people gentle feedback that you need things done slightly differently yeah. or say, I don't actually know how I want it done, but I saw this person and it looks like this. Yeah. Like, but I know hey, it isn't what you're currently doing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that is how we're doing. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then, yeah. And, then if, and then when they, and then when that person's not the right person, you know, you do have to cut bait fast. Yeah. I mean, it's like hire, hire slow, fire fast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just it, it is what it is. Yeah. And I've made so many hiring mistakes, and I've learned so much from those hiring mistakes. And the one, the biggest thing is, if things aren't right, you got to get rid of them as fast as you can, because no matter yeah. what you think, having the wrong person in the wrong seat is the end of your business and your personal life period. There's yeah. so much, you know, yeah. especially home life more than even anything. I know people who stick it out with bad people in their home for way too long. Right. And it's right. it's like, it's bad energy. It's bad. Yes. You're like, that's where yes. you're, and the same thing is on your team, one bad apple. And, and when it's the opposite, how good is it? Oh, when it's right? the opposite, it's right. like, you feel free and mm -hmm. you also just feel supported. And, and then there's reinforcement to the things that you actually want to yes. do. There's accountability yes. just in having normal, good people around. So what's your rule around hiring people? What have you, what have you learned? What are some of the mistakes? Oh we've learned so much about hiring. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I mean, I feel like we've, first of all, I love the personality testing. I love the disc yeah. profiling. Yeah. All that stuff is great. Yeah. Somebody just introduced me to um, Working Genius, which yeah. is, which has also got another personality profiling, which I actually think we, I would almost consider now that we're creating an organization and we're not just ha creating roles, yes. I would consider using that as well because it talks about how people work together and yes. how you need a certain balance yes. in that way, which yeah. I like. Um, so I love the personality profiling. Mm -hmm. And then it, there's also just this like making sure that there's a certain trial basis in place right. and, and, and also never underestimating how much it's going to take to train somebody who doesn't have experience at yes. all in a particular role. Yes. And so like, where can you have them have useful experience maybe from another industry or from some other job, but making sure that you have a plan for the fact that there's going to be a gap somewhere always. For sure. And, and, and I'm terrible at training people. I am like, I was, I've never been trained. I've always been on, on the job mm -hmm. training my whole mm -hmm. life. So I don't know how to train people. That's something that literally my operations team has like had to create trainings because yes. I don't know how to train people. Yeah. I'm just like, do it. Just figure it out. Yeah. I never, call, I don't know. Call people, show houses, don't say anything too stupid. Someone will buy. Yeah. I, I was on the phone this morning with the CEO who, uh, his company is now nine months old. I bought a third of this business and I'm super, super excited about him. The COO, she's a genius. He says to me this morning, he's like, I figured it out. He said, it's 10% hiring, 90% onboarding and training. 10% hiring, 90%. I was like, Chris, Yes. He's like, when I, he, he ran a billion five sales team, Ooh. figured out this whole recruiting methodology. And, and what he figured out was like, you know, basically he'd interview somebody and he's like, she has a good personality. She's not crazy. We did a drug test, right? She's not, you know, she's not a complete wackadoo. I can now take that. Now, if I spend 90% of the time Training. teaching them what to say, how to say it, what to right. do, how to use the systems, how to write offers, how to call the listing agent and get your offers. If I spent 90% yeah. of my time there, he said, that's how, we, that's how we did a billion five in 18 months with a bunch of brand new agents. Mm -hmm. so, so what do you think is the biggest mistake? Like for the person listening right now that's like, oh my goodness, I've hired people in the past and I've done that seagull management, fly in, poop, leave, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Like not enough training, not right. enough you know, exposure, experience. Right. What do you recommend? Well, what I have done, and this is the only thing that I've seen work because I've never actually been part of an organization before. Remember, I've only been in real estate yes. being in yes. real estate, right? Yes. And I've only been on, I was on two different teams and I thought that the way that they ran things were not the way that I would want to run things. Sure. And and so what I, my, my head of operations came from uh, 10 years in consulting. Perfect. Working in change management. 
Yep. Perfect. Somebody who loves systems, who also loves processes, but also is really like change management. Mm -hmm. This is very interesting, yeah. but it involves like a lot of communicating with people. For sure. And telling them about things before they happen mm -hmm. and like preparing people and like really like galvanizing a group, but also just there's just so many layers to it that I didn't really realize because I go with it with change. Like I just like roll with it. I like yeah. laugh. I'm like, oh, it's funny. Like, yeah. LOL, yeah. LOL. Oh yeah. my God, All right, that's we, crazy. We changed again. Exactly. But they say it takes between seven and 11 times you have to tell somebody something before they finally get it. Yeah. Like seven to yeah. 11 times, like over and over and over. And all of a sudden then they're like, Oh. oh, so you're saying that there's a new contract? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, I am. Seven to 11 <laughs> times is the average. And I kind of always lean towards 11. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so I would say over communication, her, over communication, what, but, but when it comes to talking about training people mm -hmm. that I was, I'm never going to be the one that's going to own being really great at training. Yeah. It's just never going to be me. Yep. I'm great at leaving, leading a sales meeting is super fun for me talking about things, yeah. ways like for me, my greatest impact to the agents is, even though I love the deal doctoring, which I'm sure. getting out of, yeah. it's the, hey, I wish somebody had forced me to learn this during a sales meeting 10 years ago. Yes. And I want to talk to you guys. Like the other day I came in and I was like, hey, I just want to talk to everybody about like what they see top agents doing, just like habits. Like, let's just talk about it. I just want to yeah. like, I just yeah, want to yeah. do it. And I just want to do a board of like things that top agents do. Yes. And they're like, and and we left the meeting yeah. and it was like, yeah, these are things uh -huh. that I wish somebody had said. And yes. then it was, okay, they're all going to these top clubs with people and doing this. And I saw this guy out doing this, or I saw this person, mm -hmm. or they're doing this. And they, and I was like, so now that you've realized this, where does this all come back to? What is the main theme here? Mm -hmm. And I wish somebody had said that to me. Yes. Like, hey, your day job is to set appointments and blah, blah, blah. But if you want to, like setting appointments and funneling, nine to five, if you want to really get to the next level, it involves what you do outside of the nine yes. to five and who you're spending your time with. 1,000%. And I can yes. give you the best scripts and I can make you make mm -hmm. your calls. Mm -hmm. But if you want to take it to the next level, mm -hmm. it's going to be reading the mags, knowing mm -hmm. what's going on with the data, and right. then also hanging out with the right people. Right. Right. Okay. So own that you can't do it alone. Final thoughts on this one before, like just t tell the listener that it's like, like they just checked out for the last couple minutes and yeah, they're waiting they're like, for you. rule number they're three they're because like, they're like you, a control I hate you. freak. I can't, yeah, I, I can't hire somebody because yeah. that would be way too hard. And I fired so many people and I tried that right. once and it didn't work. And this, right, I, right. If there, ha there has to be like a come to Jesus that, yes. I, and I think that if you think about it as an example, I yes. think the way, the way I always, and I use this technique with myself all the time mm -hmm. is, hey, now that I don't clean my own toilets anymore, mm -hmm. if somebody said to me, hey, here's like the cleaning ladies away. Here's yeah. the thing, clean your own toilets. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like I have so much other shit to do and I'm going to literally clean shit. No, yeah. like I'm not doing that. Yeah. However, all of us don't think of any, they don't think of stuff that is, that is stuff that they shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. like cleaning toilets. They think of it like, well, it's kind of got to get done and I'm the only one that can kind of do it. And I, and I can never train all somebody. All I got to do is just run this across town, fill out the flame. And they do, and they're not equating hours. it. They're not yep. equating it to something that's really not right. their job. Right. Because once you stop cleaning toilets, you never clean toilets again. Yes. And so period. So then the question becomes is what is going to be your cleaning toilets that you can look at and be like, no way I'm doing that. Yes. But the problem is, is nobody makes that differentiation. Yes. They, they let everything be in this gray zone where there's yes. not a level one, two, three. It's just, and so that's, the, and so if you can start doing that with stuff that you, when you, mm -hmm. after you finish <clears throat> tasks that you, after you finish doing, you're a worse person than when you started. Yep. Those need to go. Yeah. 
Yes. And, and and if yes. it, if it's taking out a loan, I don't care what it is. Like I I, I would like, to, and for some people, I want to be sensitive and know that mm-hmm. certain people are not in a place where they can hire somebody, but there's a way. There's, there's always a way to a way. leverage. There's the- always a way to leverage. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. You could literally, so, so I, I'll piggyback on that. I would literally would tell people, Hey, around May or June, which is coming right around the corner, go to Facebook or Instagram or whatever your most popular platform and say, Hey, if you have a college graduate or somebody in college or even in high school and they want to learn how to make a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars a year selling real estate, I'm looking for three summer interns that can help me do email marketing, direct mail, make some phone calls and learn the business of real estate. Just put their name below or send me a DM. And all of a sudden people are like, dude, I got like 15 people. Like, what do I do with them all? And I'm like, then here's here's the second task I tell people. Make make a list. Here's what I love to do that makes me money. Here's what I love to do that makes me money in my business. Here's what I hate to do that I know somebody else could do for less than it takes the time for me to do it. And you make up the list and you're like, okay, I'm gonna have all the free interns do all of this stuff. Right. You with me? And what's so great today is you could literally say, well, but how do I process and how are they? Chat GPT, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Google, YouTube, you know, hey coach, I need an SOP for this. I need a script for that. I need a checklist for this. Or or better you say, hey, welcome. You're, a, you're an intern. You're in college. You're now on my team for the summer. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to scour the internet and find every checklist for this. And I want you to build an SOP for me like this. Yeah. And you know what a college kid says? Oh, I can do that in two seconds. Oh, yeah, because college kids are doing homework. They're taskers. They're like, hey, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I mean, it's, it's, it's better than hiring somebody five years out yes. of college. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so what you're really saying is be resourceful. You have to be resourceful. Don't, don't and blame I think, resources. Listen, I, I legit was the borderline assistant for everybody for 12 years in yes. the business. And like- can you believe that I did that? Yeah, I did it because yeah. I didn't yep. know. That, I didn't believe in myself that there was another way. That I didn't believe that there was any way that I was hitting. I always thought you had to hit a certain number, and that's when you hired the person. Yeah. When the truth is, is a little part-time person five years earlier, and I would have been mm-hmm. completely yeah. there. Yeah. Or at least started learning how to train someone or how to have, teach someone to do and how to outsource it. I just I wasn't there. Hundred percent. And you know, like with salespeople, it's you. You bring in five salespeople you're going to make two additional sales every single month. You just don't know which of the five are going to do the deal, yeah. right? That's just the way it works in the beginning. And eventually it could be one month where they do five or six or seven transactions. But I remind everybody, if you have five more people that are even 50% as good as you, that's still a 250% improvement of output yeah. of people that are holding open houses, people that are knocking on doors, people that are making phone calls, people that are doing showings. So you can just do exponentially more through people. You know it, I know it, awesome. What's rule number three? Rule number three is my favorite, is that there will be judgment. (laughs) So good, right? There will be Be judgment. Okay, starting with starting with the fact that right now someone is saying, "Is Tom Ferry short or is she really tall?" (laughs) I know they gave me an extra block. It's pretty good. Pretty nice. Hello, welcome to my show. In addition to be a million dollar listing, I'm actually a supermodel. Yes, exactly. (laughs) With a very, very, very short waist. With with eleven inch heels. Okay, good. Or an apple box. All right. Rule number three. No judgment. 
No, no there will there be judgment. Will other be people judgment. will judge you. Yes. For outsourcing. Yes. Other agents, uh, your family members, your friends will mm-hmm. judge you for outsourcing. And, yes. and and I tie this into a lot of this stuff specifically for women. Yes. Because men don't get judged as much for outsourcing because yep. it's just just the I way know. that it works with with, with gender. But, yes. And women get judged for anything they outsource. Right. The second you're not the one doing mm-hmm. every single thing in the in the marriage and the yep. in the in the family and yep. whatever, you are outsourcing your responsibilities. And the truth is is that hey, for someone like me, outsourcing a lot of my responsibilities mm-hmm. yes. is the best way for me to generate a tremendous amount of income, right? Right. right. And and influence and joy and Yes. Things that are like not tangible that yep. make the world a better place. Yes, yes. And, and some of the people who work for me doing all kinds of stuff. Like I freaking love all of them. Right. And it's it's awesome. Right. And they're happy doing the jobs that they right. do. That are the things that are my levels one, twos, and threes that I shouldn't be doing. So I love it. In my uh, my second book, I wrote about the addiction to the opinions of other people and why most people play small. Yeah. Right. Is they're just so afraid of being judged. They're so afraid of yeah. being criticized, public or private. Mm-hmm. And my response is, screw them all. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Where did that come from for you? That like everybody was judging me? Which yeah. part? <laughs> no, the, the clearly you don't give a shit. Or or you do, but you just accept it is what it is. I you're going to live your life anyway. Yeah. Well, the, the million dollar listing thing like took a lot of giving the shit away. Because yeah. I was like, if you're going to be on reality television, you have to right. you really have to stop caring yeah. what other people think. Yes. Because there's a tremendous amount of judgment around reality TV. I feel like I was a super upstanding human being mm-hmm. when it, in the scheme of reality television. Yep. Um, but exposing even lightly exposing your family to, right. you know, being on television in that kind of setting mm-hmm. clearly is like very questionable ethically for a lot of people. There's yep. all kinds of things yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that sparked a ton of judgment. Yes. Friends that that like, you know, I don't even hear from anymore, yeah. you know? And then and then when it comes to the, then what it took to then do that and then leverage that and create a team and have a real business and has, has involved further infrastructure in the home yes. and at the office yes. that, I mean, even my, I, I randomly run into my old boss and I, I like the eye roll, like the, it's like, so how many people do you have now? What do mm-hmm. you, what, like, yeah. what, what's your, yeah. like, what are, are they, are they making any money? Yeah. Yeah, they're all making how do, money. How do your clients feel they're, about that? How do your clients feel about other people <clears throat> yeah, showing? Yeah. I'm like, is I Stefano, don't know. Is Stefano okay with all this? <laughs> right? Just all the nonsense, right? <laughs> yeah. How does your husband do with the fact yeah. that like, you know, you have like a real business yes. and this whole personal brand and all that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yes. people and family will judge you. Family mm-hmm. will make comments. Yeah. Family will make comments. There are people who will never get over it and they'll still be your friend and be around you and talk shit about you in front of you. Yeah. And you're going to have to be able to be like, welcome to being successful. I love it. And if that's what it takes, you just, you just have to be ready to say, and and I think for me personally, I've just decided to say, listen, this is like, this is what I always wanted to do. I found my calling. I found it in my late thirties. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Like seriously. Yes. Like yes. I seri- like this is I found what I was meant to do. I didn't right. even know that right. it was hiding deep right. down inside of me that I actually wanted to do TV yes. and all of it. And yes. now it's like something that brings me a tremendous amount of joy yeah. and energy. Yes. And without it I'm actually not the same person. Right. I think about uh I wish you could meet my my former coach, now just longtime dear friend, a guy named Teresa Jabor, who I think you heard me tell the story. I was like landing in New York City about to get my second book published and I was in a panic attack thinking about all the people that said to me, you should just stay in real estate. Don't write a book for the general public. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of stay in your little box. 
fairy, you know, your dad, and yeah, da, da, yeah. right? And I was like, screw that, right? Like, I write this book and literally in a panic attack thinking, oh my God, it's about to actually happen. Like, they're going to sign me. Like, I'm going to actually have to publish this and then go on tour. And I remember thinking to myself, like, in a panic, I call her and I'm like, Teresa, what do I do? And she's like, Tom, are you willing to be a 10 out of 10 in every area of your life with no apologies and not giving a shit about what everybody else thinks? And I was like, yeah. And that was it. Like it, it was just something about the moment, the stress. The, the it was probably the first time in my life where I actually felt like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like holy shit, yeah, it's about you're, to happen. You're really because like you're so you're so coached yourself into pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Right. That you're like the limits. You're still. Uh-huh. But when you really do uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When yeah. you really put your ass on the line, <laughs> right? Which doing television, building oh. a big business, yeah. destroying the the you know for some people their stereotypical perception mm-hmm. of how a woman is supposed to operate, yeah. right? Breaking through all that nonsense. I'm so, first of all, I'm just super proud of you. Thank you. What advice do you have for the person right now that's listening who says, "Well, you don't understand. Like my spouse wants it this way." Or, you know, my parents always did it like this. Because, like, we all got it from our parents. Oh, yeah, we all got it from our parents. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're just a little too money motivated. I was like, no, I just didn't want to live in a little fucking house like you. Like, I wanted to (laughs) have a nicer opportunity for my parents. Yeah. So financially motivated. And, like, people are like, well, you you can't pay your kids for stuff that they're supposed to do. And I'm like, I don't know. What? I don't know, but it's working. (laughs) No, for the record, call your CPA or tax person. You could put your child uh, $6,000 a year and they don't pay any taxes and you don't give them the money. No, exactly. You just put it away for them. My daughter wants a full-on allowance for doing stuff she's supposed to be doing. Yes. We're working on that. Yes. But um, so so advice for people who have – are surrounded by so many surrounded people. Surrounded by people that are just, that are, look, people are always doing the best they can with what they got. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so we like, yeah, yeah. I'm always very mindful of when someone is judging me or like I did a, a post with uh, Ariana Huffington and like the comments were just like, like it was almost comical how much they were attacking me, right? And all I was talking about, like, get over your addiction to the opinion of other people, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, who yeah. does this guy think he is? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, I went on there and I started like reaching out to people and asking more questions, which just fired the flame of their yeah, insanity. Yeah, yeah. But in my heart of hearts, I was like, hey, they're just doing the best they can with what they got. Oh, 100%. I mean, we, we're all still doing the best we can with what we right. for sure. Um, I, I think you need to find somebody who is... There, everybody's got somebody that's in their sphere in some form that is living the life or doing mm-hmm. the thing that they want to do. Yep. Like I realized at one point, especially when I was when I had really been in like this, like changing. I had to change my life so quickly, mm-hmm. right? When it came to even just like the whole childcare piece, it was wild. Right. And and I remember being like, who do I know that's a woman that's actually got a big job that has kids, and like how does she do it? Yeah. And I was like, who do I know? Who do I know? And then I was like, oh my God, I only like know two women that are really in my sphere that are like this. That's a problem. Yeah. And so I reached out to those two women and I was like, what do you do? This one had twins mm-hmm. and she's literally like yeah. a like a partner at like a private equity. And yeah. she was like, well, her husband doesn't work now. And she's like, so he's home with the kids during, but I still have a full-on, full-time nanny mm-hmm. for them. So it's my husband doing a lot of the duties that you would expect me to do, mm-hmm. full-time nanny and and house housekeeping. Mm-hmm. And the women that I know that are like me in my position that have a husband who also works, they all they have two nannies, yep. two full-time nannies. And you know what? Like that's New York City. I know for some people that's just disgusting and they like are like throwing up in the bathroom right now about mm-hmm. that. But like that is that is what it takes. And these are women who are making 
millions of dollars a year. Yes. And they're still going to judge them for outsourcing things yeah. because as a woman, they should be doing that. And yeah. that I find insane. If a man's making a half a million dollars a year and he doesn't have a secretary, mm -hmm. it's gross. Yes. Whereas women can be real estate agents and make a million dollars a year and people want to, or 200, 2 million, mm -hmm. $3 million Whatever. a year. And, yeah. and everybody's going to judge them because yeah. they don't want to clean their own toilets. Yeah. Like, it's and, and 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 I'm like the last person to be creating some sort of create you know mm -hmm. being on a soapbox or an apple box about all this stuff. <laughs> but I will tell you that tall. it's real. That it's real. I know. And I, and you have to. And I what I do yes. is I actually just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. And I just because people always say you know what's it like you know you go to these meetings with all these men and like how does it go and you know, do they mansplain stuff to you and I'm like I get mansplained all day every day and I freaking just laugh it exactly. off exactly exactly oh honey let me show you how to write you're like exactly I got this. it's yeah, great yeah. oh yeah show it I can't yeah. wait to, you gonna show me great yes show it to yes. me I want to see it it's so I mean it's so amazing I wish I wish there was like 50 women that I've worked with over the last decade like the Maxine Gallons of the world who got she just turned 85 yeah, she right? got married right she, and she just got married after 38 <laughs> years of dating you heard her here first I haven't met her but I right? keep hearing this story she, but she's but like she, her and Fred who dated for 38 years she just figured out like you know Fred retired and she was like well why would I retire like I'm Maxine Gallons, me and Marty, like we're making millions of dollars a year selling yes. houses. And like, she's like, I just don't care. She's like, I just don't care what anybody thinks. And maybe it's now yeah. she's 85, so she really doesn't care. <laughs> but when I met her when she was 67, she didn't care then either. She was like, look, I am I am on this planet for a short amount of time. I'm going to do the stuff that makes me happy and I will attract other people that get it. And it doesn't mean she didn't deal with douchebags and knuckleheads along the way. Everybody does. It's just part of the human experience. But there just takes there just takes something in you that you have. What's what's the what's the easy next step for the person that's just really caught up in judgment? Well, I think you have to create an alliance with somebody who you profoundly respect in a lot of different ways. That is 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 pushing is outside of your comfort zone as yeah. to what they're doing and how they're doing it. And and clearly, like getting a coach or somebody who's going to be able to help you push yourself. Like I, I work with a life coach in addition to the time yes. coaching yeah. and with Yvonne Arnold, who's amazing. And, um, and, 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 and I don't even meet with her weekly. I mean, it's sometimes it's once a month. Sometimes yeah. it's an actual emergency phone call. Sure. Like this thing's happening and like, I actually can't process it. And yeah. I'm really good at moving beyond, like I'm a goldfish. Yeah. I can move yeah, along yeah. really quickly. Three, four seconds. Yeah. Blink. Boom, boom. Totally fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> but sometimes I yeah. have moments where I'm yeah. like, why can't I move on from this? Yeah. This was like yeah. out of the blue, yeah. really hard for me. I can't handle this. Like even million dollar listing mm -hmm. not coming back. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, this is, I need a session on this. Yeah. Like I had a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was around million dollar listing continuing yes. to be on, yes. on the air. Yes. Like I did this whole thing because there was going to be a whole it was that was what I did, yeah. and now and now you mapped it all out three yeah, four years. Yeah, yeah, and, and then and, gone. So I oh, think that if you can, own and make the system, but understand exactly. that things will change, things right? Will change. And you got and, and it's going to be for a reason. Yeah, yes. and for me it was for a reason because actually being a mother the way I want to be a mother was actually yeah. not going to be sustainable with million dollar listing at the time. Maybe maybe in six months it would be now, but like mm -hmm. the way that I had set up my life, still I was able to jump back into my business as we yeah. stopped filming and. And now broadcast is very efficient. You're in there and you're out of there. You yeah. prep, it's stuff you're already talking to your clients about. And, yeah. and for me, that stuff's really fun. So we'll see. There will be more and there will be other. Yeah. Um, but but that was the so that's what, what I think that's what you need to do. And if you can find a coach that is gonna help you with that emotional piece and make you understand it and make you understand because for a lot of us it's deeper, yes. it's deep rooted trauma yes. and 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 other things that are really deep. One thousand percent. Really deep. That's yeah. that is like ninety percent of the beginning of every coaching relationship I've ever had. I'm always asking like, okay, so 
just tell me about you. Tell me about the earliest memories. Tell me when you first like realized it wasn't working. What's the thing you've said to yourself a thousand times that you've never told anybody out loud? And they're like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not as good looking as my older son. You're like, just like you just oh. hear this stuff and you're like, okay, but now like, now I understand what I'm dealing with. Oh, I mean, I And did, now I can help. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did Unleash the Power Within in 2019. Yes. With Tony Robbins. Yes. With my husband. Yes. We're like into that stuff, really yeah. into that stuff. And we did that. And it was literally, I did it the weekend before I did my, my screen test for Million Dollar Listing. Yeah. So did you walk in? It like, was so syndrome. I walked in and I was like, "There is only one person for like, this job, just up and one I inch think right it's here. me." Exactly. Yes. I was like, yes. "I'm not only not only am I the funniest and the smartest, but goddamn it, people like me." Yes. And and but it, but yeah. what was what what my point of that was is that the story. Every time I go to anything like this, there's what story am I going to change? And the right. story I had was, "I can't do this because I have kids. I can't do that because mm -hmm. I have kids. I can't do that because mm -hmm. I have kids." And mm -hmm. I left there saying. I am no longer going to make my excuse be that I have children. Bingo. And it's going to be what I use to leverage to mm -hmm. because I'm doing so much anyway and then I and I'm not going to let that be what holds me back. Yes. And I moved on from that. Yes. And now, you know, now we've got now I've got something everybody's got something new, you know, right. like what their next right. like how what right. am I going to get over next? Right. I mean, I'm literally going through like Janelle Garrison, Marty, you know, Marty Gallons, who has two sons that played professional baseball, but for them to play professional baseball while she was building her real estate practice, yeah. that was a lot of time on the field, going to games, yeah. you know, not just regular high school stuff. It was like club and then it was college. And like, I coached them through that entire journey and watching how much time they were able to get away because they said, we can sell real estate anywhere we are in the world. Yeah, it's just a phone call. And then if you have a team, hey, what it used to be, hey, fax that offer to then email that offer to let's go present that offer. Everything is possible. But I want to go back to one something you said earlier when I said, what's the, what's the first move? You said, look into your circle and find someone that's already doing it, like proof. Yeah. I am obsessed with carefully curating yes. remarkable people mm -hmm. who – you know, some of them I'm really close with. Some of them, you know, they're they're in our, but they'll but they'll return my phone call. They'll give me a coffee meeting. Mm -hmm. I can I can you know snuggle up and ask a few questions. I'm obsessed with that because it's yes. there's this talk of like you know it's the five closest people. I actually think that's kind of bullshit. I think it's really the two closest people, mm -hmm. maybe even like one mm -hmm. that is just you know you two can really go at it. Mm -hmm. But you need to have like this bigger, broader network of people that. This one over here has been married for 60 years to the same person. They have a loving relationship. And yeah. every time I see them, I'm like, you two need to get a room. And they're like 80, right? <laughs> I'm like, how do they do that, right? But I want to I want to ask them about relationship stuff. Yes. This one over here is so spiritual, so connected, like so – like I want to understand like how does she do that? Right. Do you know what I mean? And then money and life yes. and travel yes. and experiences yes. and communicate. Like I think you just got to – like you got to curate all of yes. that yes. or you just get a little too narrow. Yes. Yes, it's and, and but you have to start with one person, and then yeah. you have to start, and then I think you that should crowd out what's going on that's bad. Yes. Like the same way they say, you know, don't go on a diet, crowd out the bad stuff by eating right. better, more right. good stuff. Right. Same thing with like the people, and I have transformed for better, for worse. You know, definitely for the better in my opinion. Yes. Yes. The 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 world of who I call all the time, yes. who I reach out to all the time, yeah. who I speak to, who is on my and who I admire. Like even think yes. about it. Steve Cohen and yes. I are yes. in the same office, yeah. two different floors. We actually share a trainer right now. Yes. We literally like, like trainer, trainer, like yes. trainer, trainer. Like he it. goes three Stevie. days a week and he let me have his yes. have him on two days a week. And it's like, hey, you know what? Okay. 
you know, we're, we're kind of slightly different markets mm -hmm. in our own ways because mm -hmm. we have different spheres. But yeah. at the same time, clearly, you know, at the same, he's at a higher level, but, you know, different kind of different ways. Yes. But, but yes. this idea of saying, okay, you're in my sphere of broker network where I feel like I can call you and yeah. say, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. What do you, you know, this is what's happening. Yes. What do you think? Or this deal or this, that, or just like, hey, what do you do? Because you've been doing this longer than me, and I love mm -hmm. watching. Mm -hmm. What are you doing, or yeah. your marketing people, yes. whatever it is? Just somebody that you can say, "Wow, they've done it. Yes. They have a family. Yeah. I respect them. How they do their, how they do business, how they deal with people. Yeah. Just and then keep, keep building that. Keep building it. I love so it. So important. Steve Cohen, 150 listing appointments. Are you owe me 10 grand? Just a little reminder. That's one of the things he's doing right now. Oh God, I'm, I'm, and, I, mine's a hundred. Mine's a okay. hundred for the year. Okay, but you know that's bananas, right? Like it's a just, lot. I mean, a hundred, yeah. 150. 100 is where I'm Okay, where I'm do you want, want to hear a crazy number? Yeah. Timmy Smith, his goal is 500 this year. He's like, what else do I have to do? The, market, the market's slow. I might as well just go on like five to six listing appointments every single day. Everybody wants to talk to me. I want to talk to everybody. You have a $200,000 yeah, yeah. house. You have a $25 million house. I don't care. I am at my best on listing appointments. And then he's outsourced oh, yeah. everything, everything else. else. Everything else. And when yeah. he's not doing that, he's with his kids. Yeah. Right? Hanging at the beach house. Yeah. Right? So it's it's just a number. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just keep keep one hundred making is, appointments. Yes, For me, one hundred would be bananas. Would be amazing. Yes, all right, it will be amazing. So, really quickly, the three rules. Number one. Number one is what did we say? Systems. systems. You got to put systems in place. Yep. So number one is systems. Number two is that you have to own that you can't do it yourself. And number three is that you have to be ready for people to judge you when you're actually doing it. Yes. Yes. Well, because I think I think people are going to judge you on this show, but they're going to judge you as an absolute baller, like a total so badass. Yeah. And there'll be people who will be like, I cringed when she said that thing because yeah. of the fact that this sure. is crazy. And, and it sure. is super hard. And listen, the first time you hear it, I mm -hmm. used to judge so many mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I used to judge them. Sure. I even used to judge the people on Million Dollar Listing. Right. 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 Because I was like, oh, yeah, those guys just stepped yeah. in it. Super easy for them. Yeah. must be so easy. They just get off that, you know, they just film and it all just comes yeah. to them. No big deal. Yeah. Ryan's just good looking. That's why it's easy. I'm like, Ryan works his face off. Ryan, right? whoa. I right. mean, it's amazing. The it's Altman amazing. brothers who were pals. Like, you oh. know, now now Josh is like living in Newport, like across the, like the way from where he's And I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? He's like, don't tell anybody I live in Orange County. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> right. But the point was, he's like, I want to expand. I want to do more. Like, yeah. you know, just walk in the island. He and his wife, my wife just run each other. I'm like. I know how hard you work to get there. I know how hard I work to get here. All oh. of us sitting inside this room, right? Yeah. No judgment. Looking back, it's the dash of our life, right? Oh, yeah. And I want that dash full of a million memories. You know what I mean? Oh, some good, yeah. some bad, because that's just life. Closing thoughts before we let everybody go. Oh my go. God, closing thoughts. Um... Well, I'm trying to get this book published. I yes. really want my book deal to happen. Yes. So, so we're rewriting a little bit of it right now. And I think that I just putting it out there to so many women that yes. I was waiting for this validation. And if there's something that you say that you would do if you would do if, mm -hmm. like, please just do it. Please yeah. just do it. Because like yes. I wasted so, I didn't waste years because I learned so much from everything I've done. But yes. like, if you could just, I'll tell you, trust me, like there is a, there, if you just turned around, there is somebody who will validate you. And I promise you that, that you don't even need that. Just please. Go, go for it Love because it. I wish I did. And now, I, and now here I am and it's been awesome. Right. I got to say. Right. Okay. So they want to follow you on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Kirsten.Jordan. Kirsten.Jordan um, on Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm there too. And then of course, um, kirstenjordan.com. 
And, and you can follow the Kirsten Jordan team at the Kirsten Jordan team on Instagram All right. As well. All right. All that's going to be all over the Everywhere. You know, like exactly. Here. And you so, can yeah, see yeah, my awesome. amazing team and yes. what I've put together and, and how awesome everybody is. Can we is. get a photo of her on the Apple box? That Apple box is going to yeah, be we the tallest yeah, yeah, Apple exactly. box hey, I've ever that's seen happens. ever. Yes. That's what happens. I, I have to feel, you got to be big to feel big sometimes, right? <laughs> It's because hey, I'm a supermodel, actually. Yes, There's no box. Yes. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, send this to like three girlfriends. Like three girlfriends. One that you know is going to judge you for sending it. One <laughs> that is going to be so grateful. And one's going to say, why did you send this to me? And then you can all have wonderful conversations about it. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for watching as always. I love you. Keep up the good work. And I'll see you on the next show. Take care. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.